because the black shirt says, don't get distracted by this shirt. This looks mm. all about the accessories, baby. Yeah, You're letting yeah. the chain shine. You're just yeah. like, let me just, I'm not trying to distract from you. I'm not peacock or anything else. Chain, this is your day. Well, I'm a little black on black because this is a black Cuban link. Mm, that is it's not even yeah. silver. It's that little, yeah, it's that not. little, he's like, oh, is that, that's not shine. That's not shining like that. It's not platinum. No, no, no. It's black Please. Cuban link, my friend. Welcome back, everybody. Most awesome and brand Dana sports podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 277 for your eardrums. Guys, do us a favor. Please subscribe. Leave five stars. Tell a friend. Shoot us an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. I'm Brandana. And with me, as always, rocking that chain gang. Most awesome. Choo-choo, chain gang. That's chain not a train. Chain, chain gangs are prisoners all doing work on the side of the road. Yes, they are. I don't think they're yeah. on trains. Yeah, no, it's a little bit more not. not as fun of a hang. Yeah, One I, try is... to, I try to groove it up and then I realized I was wrong yeah. in my groove. Once you're hanging out, hoping that they have the cheese you want, bitching about how they're out of Coronas, conductor <laughs> eating a turkey leg. Uh, and the other With one's the, prison. And the other one's prison. <laughs> yeah, it's just going hot. Over. How you doing, brother? What's up, man? Good, man. Good. I just got back from from hooping. Hooping today? I, I hope I, a mere hour and fifteen minutes ago. Don't tell me another word. I don't know. Usually I check in on you. Usually you text yeah. me what's up. I didn't I didn't get your schedule down. So it's it is what's today? It's Wednesday. So it's, it's Wednesday. Sundays and Wednesdays. Sunday. Two games I'm a week? doing it. No game. No game. This is just oh, an okay. open run. Gotta, this gotta, is me gotta, just gotta. getting getting work in. Getting well, back I do in have, the lab. Yeah, I got <laughs> I have Legends Watch on the Legends rundown watch. today. I forgot to tell you about that. So we're gonna, oh, okay. we're gonna ch- check in on that game one uh stat line. But okay, you look you look good, like you don't like gas for hooping. Like you I'm I'm holding it together quite well. It's a little okay. bit better. It's every every yeah, little yeah, bit. Yeah, Here's yeah, the yeah, thing yeah. I I realized, and I might be a little bit of an enigma on the course. I'm the new guy on the court. I'm the new guy out there. But I'm like, I here. I mean, not to toot my own horn, but to toot. Let's toot it. I'm 44, but I look yep. younger than 44. Absolutely, and I'm not bro. in shape, but mm. I look like I'm all right in shape. And so I think it's I think I I confuse people running up in the court because there's definitely like dudes that are look more out of shape that that are just in basketball shape. It's a weird thing. It's like you're fat, but you're conditioned. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yep. Yeah. And I'm fat and not conditioned. Oh, God. Did you pause on? Did you freeze on me? <laughs> right. I so, uh, you know, can you see me? <laughs> oh my God, no, I Am I frozen? I did. No, you were frozen for a second. It was the worst. T- I couldn't tell oh. if you were just like really disappointed in me for a second because you're frozen because <laughs> you're just like sternly looking at me like <laughs> bros don't let bros negative talk like, to themselves. <laughs> yeah, they don't. I don't. I don't care for it all. Um, yeah, but the angle you're talking about, though, then you would want to be. So it almost sounds, I mean, it sounds like you're honestly, because you do look younger. So do they expect you to be like, have better lungs on you? I mean, is that kind of like a bummer working against you? Yeah. Yeah. So they're kind of of excited. They're just like, they're just like, yeah, like got a little muscle here. Yeah. I can bang around, grab some boards and get on there. And then after like third trip down the court, they're just like, motherfucker. Made a huge mistake. You hear that? A lot of that. Yeah. Let me (laughs) lock this one up, guys. (laughs) <laughs> everybody slow this down let's really get into our half court set guys no yeah. need to speed it up let's let's use the entire shot clock there's no shot clock you you know what i mean everybody slow it up 
Mm-hmm. Well, cool, mm-hmm. brother. Uh, I can't wait to see what's going down with that. And before this shot clock expires, we got a jam-packed episode 277. Guys, we're doing rip from the headlines. We're doing week four NFL. It may, it may parody tip. NFL for kids. I want to get your take on that. It may be fixes, defensive holding. You know, I have a passion about penalties. Mm-hmm. Pass interference, underthrown balls. Defensive holding is my new one. I want to chat about this. Came up in the Jets-Chiefs game. Be a good yes. reference for us. Legends watch. Legends game watch. one. Got to need some information from that. And then also what happened tonight. Neopotent Showdown. Top flavor of Pop-Tarts. Have we done this, bro? We have not. We definitely have not. Excellent. Okay. And Brandana Gambling Corner. We're going to let MA guess those week six college lines. You were hot last week. I think there were some things that you kind of hit on that actually – took place. I want to know a little bit about your locked in best. We're going to finish as we always do with our MVP of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, you're our power. It starts now. Extra, extra, read all about it. I'm talking front page story all over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headlines read, if you want to be rich, then you better make sure that you got your shit. Oh, come on. All right, brother, rip from the headline, NFL week four. What are we talking about this week, brother? Oh, we're a month in, baby. We're a month in. We're two weeks in on Taylor Swift watch. Taylor Swift watch. Swift watch. Swifties unite. Let's get together. Let's um, watch some get football. Get together. Yeah, baby. Yeah. So that's why we're talking um, about it. Yep, that makes sense. Yep. Uh, starting to find some things out. Uh, real fast, in the AFC, who do you have higher, Miami or Buffalo? I mean – after watching Buffalo, Buffalo made us all really nervous week one, right? And then they kind of simulate, yeah. you know, they, you know, maybe maybe it's the big stage for Josh Allen wanting to do too much, you know, the hype of, you know, Aaron Rodgers and then he tears his Achilles. But yeah, they thoroughly like, they put it on him pretty good. Uh, Buffalo did. So it wasn't, it wasn't ever close. And I think their defense is rounding into shape a little bit. And um, Josh Allen is still going to do like, you're still do two or three like boneheaded Josh Allen plays in a game, but it's like, you know, how much does he take off the table versus how much he puts on the table? And it's like, well, he does a lot for that team. Yeah. I don't know how Josh Allen got himself into this position. I mean, obviously some tough losses that went against the Kansas city chiefs, not able to go face uh, the Bengals a couple of years ago, like we kind of overlooked them. I know I was thinking a little bit of a regression. I thought maybe like Josh Allen would come to me and seems to be even taking a little step further. And these Buffalo bills can really take care of business. And in this would seem like a haymaker fight where it's just like exchanging blows and just the dolphins couldn't keep up. And I think we're all looking at Buffalo bills again, thinking, you know, is this the best team in the AFC, especially with the chiefs teams that don't have a lot of offensive weapons. You wonder, mm-hmm. you know, now, without that Tyreek Hill, with kind of all these receivers that, uh, I mean, it just seems like a collection of WR3s, like would the Chiefs right. be able to keep up in an NFL like this, where it is like, you know, the team that can constantly score the most is the one that's going to be in the front car. Well, and, and and you're right. The only like slight Achilles heel, because the playoffs, like much like anything in the NBA, kind of the game changes a little bit. I would like to see the Bills like establish a little bit better of a run game. I don't know like who's the guy. James Cook, you know, clearly is getting touches, but he's not, you know, he's more of like a scat back. I don't know if you can kind of rely on him to pick up a crucial third and two. So you're just going to Josh Allen all the time. And that's just, that's a lot of usage on a guy that is your, you know, 
your quarterback. Yeah, which is uh, especially a guy that just has a pinch it to you know throw some ints. Didn't in this Miami game, which is great. No, he, but the, we definitely this is this is the the best he's looked probably in the last couple seasons. I would say twenty one of twenty five, four TDs, one rushing TD. Like this guy was dialed in this this week. Yeah, so I mean, are you kind of taking a step back on the Dolphins now? Should we all chill out about that seventy points, or do we still really like Dolphins as you know one of those contenders? In the AFC, we'll talk about another that might not be a contender right now, but let's focus on the Dolphins before we move over to that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I, they got blitzed. I'm not so worried about it. Their offense can do some stuff. Like I, you know, every team is prone. You know, no one's going to go 17 and 0. Everyone's prone to have a down week. They had an awesome, you know, week three where they just dominated and throttled everybody. Like, I, I still think that they're a scary team. You know, it's just. uh the thing about them is, is they are a track meet. And if I feel like if the dolphins get rolling, you know, if they start to just pick up big chunk plays, you know, 15 yards, 20 yards, hit a 50 yarder, there's so much speed on that field. Like you can wear out a team pretty quickly. And that's a scary thing because, you know, I, I just think like they just need a little, get a little defensive stops. I don't know how good their defense is. They were missing Jalen Phillips their defensive end for last couple of weeks are kind of not that great on defense. You know, one of those things we said when Mike McDaniel came back, you know, came over as the head coach, he was going to bring some offensive tendencies from the 49ers, but they kept their defensive coordinator and their defensive coordinator was really solid. So I haven't really kind of seen that in year two. It just kind of seemed like they've regressed quite a bit defensively. Yeah. And it's also, I mean, you do like to see this though. Like you could definitely put Miami up, there for one of the teams that literally have a home field advantage with that humidity too. So yeah. interesting to see that play out. Uh, well, since we're kind of over in the AFC, I wanted to hit one more thing. What the fuck's up with Cincinnati, bro? Yeah, I don't know. It's one of those things where, you know, we see this a time or two where teams are like, all right, you're the, you're the team, you're the next team. And then they have the, it's happened to Buffalo. You know what I mean? It's like, all right, well, you're, you're going to take the mantle and the Chiefs are there, and basically what happens, we have a bad playoff loss. We lose, again, you know, some some ticky-tack, per, you know, personal fouls, things like that going through. And then they just go into the offseason, big key injury to Burrow. And this is what we worried year one into year two, right, that uh, knee injury that he was kind of nervous about. He seems a little limpy here, a little gun-shy. The rhythm isn't there. And, you know, he's he definitely feels like a quarterback that if he if he's not 100 percent feeling it, it's his confidence drops considerably. Yes. Yeah, well, we've seen a little bit like uh, I, I know you're saying, uh, but I don't know if we've seen um, there's definitely been the Super Bowl hangover. Yeah, but I feel like that's a little bit for teams that we're on the rise. I feel like Cincinnati's been at the top for a couple of years, like Burrow established himself as one of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL. And now, you know, he leads the league and passes five yards or less. Like he's not even going for it. Like those offensive weapons are still there. You know, they, they beef up their offensive line a little bit and, you know, I don't want to point all the blame there. I just can't figure out if this is, you know, what we talked about before, you know, like we kind of got to throw out the preseason since nobody takes part in that. So some teams, it takes them a little bit longer to get out of the gate. Uh, Cincinnati's definitely been prone to that. They've had some rough starts the last couple of years. I think uh, last year, didn't they? Uh, I don't think it was 0-3, but it was definitely 0-2, and, and they were able to come back from that. 
Mm-hmm. So I don't know this. Uh, it's, and it's not like you don't respect like the Titans at home and the Titans, especially able to slow down a game, but it's more about the number of points we're seeing the Bengals put up. Like first it was this and against the, I mean, they were able to, they beat the Rams, right? But it took them a little yeah. while to get started on that. Yeah. 19 to six or nineteen sixteen. excuse me. I'm just looking at their, yeah, because it's like the the Browns game, first game back, I almost kind of threw that one out because in Cleveland, super rainy, first game back, Joe Burrow did not look. He was just, everything was out of rhythm. Yeah. Baltimore. One of the, best, like, one of the best defenses in the league also in Cleveland. Very good defense. Baltimore, the comeback, they lose at home. You know, division rival, that's a tough win. They, then they beat the Rams at home, but still don't look awesome. And... uh you know, then the Titans game, that was, a, that was the thing I was just like, they cannot put points up and they can't move the ball. So I'm thinking about going to this Cardinals game. I, and I would, I wouldn't be surprised to see this Cardinals game. This, this Cardinals team is a, it's a little, it's a little feisty, right? Like, yeah, I know, like San they're plucky. They're way better than I think, you know, we've, we've got a little like Willie Beeman energy with Josh Dobbs <laughs> coming off. Thousand percent, just chucking it like a really nothing to lose attitude, like yeah. and and they're they're a little fun to watch. So, I don't. This could spell real trouble for for these Bengals. Uh, New Orleans. So from one, just kind of inefficient, falling short of their expectations on the AFC side. We'll find their cousin on the NFC side, and I think that would be the <laughs> New Orleans Saints. A uh, lot of weapons. Uh, I mean, are we just seeing like Carr is not the answer? Was I a little too excited to see him go over here because it's just not able to get this done. Is it time to put Jameis Winston in there and just let the interceptions fly, but at least they'll just get some it, touchdowns in the process. Let, it playing. let that, let that chop a saying while he, while he's throwing interceptions, he might accidentally complete a pass to one of his guys to get a touchdown. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he, you know, you can't throw TDs if you don't throw a couple INTs, right? Got to baby. Got to, got to. I mean, I, I don't know. I've never been high on Dennis Allen as a, as a quarterback or as a coach rather. Um, you know, I mean, the the funny thing is, is Jameis didn't get in and throw through one pass for an INT, which is which is great, which is so on brand. And efficiency, baby, it's efficiency. efficiency. You know exactly what's going to go. Give on. the people what they came for. Yeah, I mean, if you want to talk about like check down Charlie, it is Derek Carr. I mean, he is not. where well, they've got Alave. You know, Mike Thomas is there a little bit. There's, they got Kamara back in this game. You would think that they would look to even that Shahid kid. Who's a speedy guy in the outside? Rashid, so they've got some speedy guys out there, but unwilling to kind of push the ball downfield. 127 yards on 37 attempts. Um, yeah, I just don't. Um, I think the the Derek Carr experiment might be might be over because I just don't. This team is unimpressive. Their defense is solid. They're trying to keep them in defensively. And we all know Dennis Allen is a good defensive coach, but it's like, is is Derek Carr just broken from Josh McDaniels and it's just kind of like, fuck it. You know what I mean? Like my confidence is an all-time low. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I guess that's an excuse to hide behind, but now sure. it's, a, it's a fresh start. You got weapons. Um, you know, you don't have quite the same weapon you had in Devontae Adams, but it seems like you have more options than you had in uh, Las Vegas and just uh, yeah. really, really shit in the bed on this. I mean, that... Like I was able to watch the Carolina game, the like uh was that two weeks before on the Monday night? Yeah. Just really just kind of like 
just real inefficiency. Like the wheels yeah. coming off. It was just kind of, I don't know. You want to have a little not, bit more, especially when that game was like just that. not good football. It was boring. It yeah. was just like, all right, just not pick a third, three and outs punt, you know, five possess, you know, five, five plays have to punt or turnover. It was just not, it was, wasn't a good football game. What? Just because it's there's go ahead. I was also going to say, and I don't really know, like the Taysom Hill thing, like, what are we doing with this? Like, are, can we just make him like a full-time guy? Like, or can we make him a, a real position player, a tight end? I just don't understand the, like, I'm trying to figure out like, what's the value add that he brings to a, to like a football team. Cause I, I'm not seeing it. Yeah. It's almost like you, like you're trying to give a break for car or like taking some of the pressure off of him, which I don't know. I still think as a quarterback, it's probably like hurt your pride a little bit. Cause you want to be like, you don't want to be the only guy in the league. That's not taking all your snaps like under center. Right. Exactly. Uh, and it's also like, I don't understand. Is Taysom Hill just a package deal with the saints? Like this is a new coaching <laughs> staff. Like why? And they're still it's, like, is it like, is Taysom Hill just grandfathered in? Like you just kind of have to use them if you show up as a head coach for the saints. Yeah, exactly. I, <laughs> there definitely is something where it's like, all right, well, it's in my contract that I have to take at least one QB snap, tight end snap and wide receiver snap and running back. Give me a full back. So I need to get all of it. Yeah. I, you just show up and you're just like, well, I guess that that's the rules here. If that's how things are done. It's just like, that's how we do things here in new Orleans. It's like, do you think no one right. told Dennis Allen that he doesn't have to do it? Do you think he just walked in? You know, it's like one of those things where you like, this is the, the worst thing that you've ever heard at a, at a new job is when you're like seeing something that doesn't make sense. And they're like, well, this is all we always have done it. And you're like, that, oh, I, yeah, okay. a thousand percent. I think it's the new job, and you're just like, you're afraid to ask. It's just like, okay, I guess, like, I don't really want to use Taysom Hill, but do I have to? I don't fuck it. I'm just going to use it. Like, I don't. Taysom just the hell just starts running out to quarterback, be like, whoa, yep. oh, is, what's oh. this? And they're like, this is what he does, oh. dude. Ooh. Copy that. Oh, All right. got it. All right. Okay. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Let's sure. Let's, let's see do what it. happens. Oh, I <laughs> incomplete. All right. All right. That was your possession. Is the best thing to happen to the Texans? winning that week 18 game last season. So they weren't put in a position where they had to pick between Bryce Young and CJ Stroud. Cause I think the pressure, the consensus was young first overall, right? I think so. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was definitely like, there was a lot of one, a one B, you know what I mean? And it was like, yeah. but universally young was that one a, it would yeah, be it just, it would be an interesting experiment though to put young in because I because again I was I was reading this thing. There's a couple of Twitter people that kind of diagnose there's just not a lot of like separation and speed from these Carolina wide receivers getting open. And I think like that's a little bit like hurting the the Bryce Young uh year one kind of impression. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. That and just like <laughs> looking like a like a literal boy amongst men. Yeah, not help, that, there's that too. It. There's that too. I'm not I'm not taking that away, but CJ Stroud has been amazing. It, it, and and here's the thing is is you know, if this was that Rams pick and everyone was, you know, that the Lions had and everyone was like, "Oh, the Lions are going to go cuz, you know, J- you know, Jared Goff's out and they're going to get a new quarterback, a development quarterback. I think I would have chose Stroud over Bryce Young just because of size, arm strength and everything like that. What I had seen at, you know, Alabama versus what I had seen at Ohio, you feel at the rest. 
Like Stroud was a very good quarterback. His big knock was like, well, he's just been really just played in a very simple offense and he made very simple reads. That's fine. You know what I mean? And I, yeah. I, I t- try not to hold the like where a guy came from college and like, okay, well, you can't come, like, he can't play from that. They can't have, you know, Oregon quarterbacks or, you know, Hawaii quarterbacks that just put up stats. It's like, let me make sure that I have a good coaching staff that de- will develop him because, you know, as we've seen with Justin Fields in Chicago, like that guy is out on an island. He's getting no help. There's a no bigger fu- dumpster fire than Chicago football right now. Yeah. De- but anyways. I hasn't Ohio, you feel like the rest quarterbacks kind of had bad luck in the NFL? Is that true? Or there hasn't been like a- They just haven't performed, right? They haven't had great ones because they a lot of times they are primarily like gadget quarterbacks, right? CJ Stroud was the one that was the most like polished quarterbacks. Justin Fields was in that realm too. I feel bad for Justin Fields because I I can see the talent on the field, but there's there's just no development. I don't know what's going on in there. And I think like, you know why why do WR ones not showing up? Not a yeah. good start. Yeah, exactly. Claypool getting sent home purposely. You know what I mean? It's just not it's not great. And they're not, you know, there was a lot of stuff online that if you watch about the Bears where it's like the play design, it's like you're not supposed to do these things because you're you're flooding the same zone on the field with multiple guys. And then there's all these defenders right there that are going to knock the ball down and you're not creating good like play space in uh, in the field for for fields to do. There's also a thing that I saw that fields is very slow on his dropbacks. That like he takes a really long time to you know that five step drop or that three step drop, yeah. he's very kind of like slow in that. Not he's not uh, intentionally moving back there. And when you're talking like fractions of seconds, that's important. That all it was adds a pocket up. time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's also like he's trying to really you know he's doing what we've seen you know Mike Vick do a lot of these running quarterbacks where they try to and he's doing it a little early right where he's just like yeah. trying to be disciplined staying in the pocket but you know part of what made those running quarterbacks work was them having to respect the run at least a little bit so you keep them yeah, a little bit on their heels which gives you kind of an extra few seconds yeah the complete dumpster fire in Chicago um last thing I want to talk about real fast you know we talk a lot about just what it takes for young quarterbacks to make it in the league, how just quickly they're given up on, which is absolutely insane. I feel like, and this kind of like this hurt because I hadn't seen something play out as scripted as this, but like Zach's moment, Zach Wilson's moment and his fumble on the Monday night game. Hmm. Like, I I don't know. I really felt for him because it really seemed like a moment where, you know, he's in New York. He's mm-hmm. taking a ton of shit. You know, everybody wants to give up on him. Like New York celebrates Aaron Rodgers going there. Everybody celebrates like every pundit, everybody in the league has just given up on him. Then really has like puts it together against a a really decent Chiefs team after, you know, starting down by 17, nothing or 17, three, however close it was able to battle back and driving down, you know, for potentially like a leading score in the fourth quarter. And then just getting that fumble. I don't know. It just seemed like all this stuff. It seems like the moment that you dream of as a kid, and something Zach Wilson could have done to put himself back in that conversation as a starting quarterback. And I feel like that fumble just brought him right back to everybody's looking for Aaron Rodgers now. And, you know, it is on that Monday night stage where we ain't going to watch it. You know, I'll talk for you and I, what we're going to see like 
maybe a grand total of three quarters of Jets football for the rest of the season, like just yeah. watching flipping through the channels. Uh, it was just a bummer. So you hate to see that. You hate to see that moment just get a little too big for him. I uh, just want to say that. that I don't know. Pull them my yeah, heart no. strings a little bit. It's a bummer. Yeah. It, no, I, I totally agree. And it is, and it's, it is wild. We're living in a bizarre era of like talking head where it's like the immediacy, like the quick trigger to not only say like, well, this guy is a bus, but also like now I have to like overstate the point. I have to really like, this guy is a human piece of shit. Yeah. That can't yeah, play yeah, court. Yeah. Like they just have to really raise the level. And I don't know if you saw, um, I actually, I actually really appreciated Chris Jones in the moment. I don't know if you saw the, the, like the, in you know, the Sunday night football, they'll like bring guys from, you know, basically out of the locker room and just talk to him with, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick and uh, Tony Gonzalez, and Rodney Harrison. And I think Chris Thompson's in there too. I don't know if you saw this or not, but like Rodney Harrison was just like, Oh, you know, and you know, Zach Wilson was, you know, cause I think Chris Jones had said, he's like, well, Zach Wilson played really well. And Rodney Harrison stopped him in the middle of it. And he's like, well, you know, I mean, yeah, he played fine, but you know, he's trash. He's trash. And it was just like, and even Chris Jones is like, well, no, he's like, that guy's a first round pick. Like he, like he, he, he played really well. He's a good quarterback. He's just, you know, he, I just, I thought it was bizarre to sit there and like, I mean, at the end of the day, like Zach Wilson is like a man he has, he's making money. He's trying his best. He's not trying to do all this shit. And then it's like, we're just so like, Oh, he's trash. He's garbage. And everyone's so quick to be like, I need to be the one that's the most outspoken about how bad it is or how good it is. It could be the other way. Like, uh, you know, this is the greatest thing. You know, it's it's all yeah. these like very polarized extremes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And I do early, early little MVP nod for Chris Jones for basically like defending, you know, like the brotherhood of the NFL. And it's like, like, no, he's not trash. Like, don't fucking do. And uh, uh, the craziest thing too is Rodney Harrison is like, you know, you've been there, dude. You've been in the locker room. You know what it is. You know what I mean? You know what these guys go through to fucking suit up every day. Like, fucking give him a little slack. Yeah, just kind of that extremist mentality where you're just like trying to grab this sound bite. Yes. Exactly. Um, all right. Well, we're starting to figure some things out after week four, week five. I don't want to do bar, 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 a little hats off to your Lions, bro. Just because we're on Thursday night football. Yeah. Just going into Green Bay and taking yeah. care of business. Oh, we, I wish I had some Mabby dollars on that. <laughs> Too Too I feel slow. good. I feel good, baby. Uh, all right. MA, MA, parenting tip. Bring us to the jam. <laughs> All right, bro, NFL for kids. You know, they saw the Nickelodeon. They did the slime thing uh, this past weekend on the Jaguars-Atlanta early game. They had a little Toy Story. Did you peeps any of this? I didn't. We were at church during this. It's a London game. I I, I would have loved to... You know, I would have loved, I would have been very interested to see how the kids would have reacted to this. Because first off, the kids are starting to get a little bit more like interested in sports, right? We live in, you know, Notre Dame country, so uh, it took them to a like the tailgate, so they got to a little bit of that experience. And Commish Junior is now like anytime that I'm watching sports, it's always kind of like, who are we rooting for? Like, who do you yeah. want? Who are you rooting for? So he's getting into it. The thing that I thought was great was, is like, there was like the whole explanation of the, like 
how, how the game is played. I saw little clips of it, like how the little, you know, this first down, that means you've got, you know, 10 yards to get to this line, you know, and the whole explanation of the game, which I thought was great because, you know, any kid that has ever tried to learn a language, well, you got to learn it early and it's easy for them to learn it early. Yeah. It's like, you got to get the rules of football in your head yeah. super early so you can start you know, realizing things like pass interference on underthrown balls is complete bullshit. Like you need, <laughs> right, right. you need just yeah. kind of that. And why not with the slinky dog to get that fucking message across? So you don't mind it. There's nothing like it's pretty shameless, right? But right. I don't know if I'm looking at it just because like the NFL's reputation for just doing whatever's the best for the NFL. But you know, fucking Coca Cola does whatever's best for Coca Cola. Like these are still like brands selling shit. So it's you don't mind it, right? Like I don't mind also, it. Would you What's define it? like is is the NFL like, would you even define it as like a violent game anymore? Uh, well, they're definitely trying to take it. It is. They're trying to like mute that a little bit. Cause you remember, you remember in ESPN news, they used to have that segment called Jacked Up, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. 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 That was the fucking best. And then they realized they're like, ooh, wait, these guys are getting fucking concussed and yeah. their fingers are curling up. Like, yeah, they used yeah, to have the videos great. or whatever, like hardest hits of that. It's just like, oh, yes. like you look at the thing now, it looks like it's just like, did that guy go to prison? I mean, they were just like, <laughs> like right. just helpless receivers going over the middle, just getting absolutely slaughtered. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a super violent game. So they're trying to soften that image. They are still, you know, basically it's like a modern day, like gladiator warfare that they're going. Yeah, I mean, there. yeah, they, I mean, they. They're walking the walk. They put the rules in place. And now, you know, it's shifted from that. I think, you know, we're not going to get those hard hits. They're pulling us away. We thought we could never get over. We thought we could never deal with like not leading with the helmet or whatever. But, you know, the increase in scoring makes up for that, right? Like now it's yeah. fun, but it's fun in a different way because it's just like we get to see the Dolphins hitting 70 points. Yeah, that's fun. But then for every 70 pointer, we got to watch out. We got to watch a Nick Chubb knee bend. And you're like, ooh. Yeah. 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 yeah that is the give and take. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so it's good. Like you're good commission junior, like watching football now or just like get in when you fit in when he's ready. Yeah, exactly. I mean, no pressure. I mean, I'm still going to watch what I watch. And I think like, you know, I think he's, it's, it's good because we have a good relationship. So I think he wants to like see more what we can do. And he likes playing, like he likes playing football, right. Which he doesn't really quite understand what it is where it's like, he takes a football and I chase him. Right. And then, I knock the ball away from him and he chases me. And that's kind of it. You guys are pretty he close. Also, yeah, exactly. That's kind of, that's basically it, you know. Uh, we weren't all through the house. But we're, we're kind of in that stage with all the sports, right? And it's so funny, too, because I think we talked about soccer, right? Where he's, he's keeping score during the scrim scrimmages. Like, these kids all keep score oh, yeah. on this stuff, yeah. Even though it's like, oh, we're just playing to have fun. Like, no, no, they're, they're keeping score. They want to win. Um, so yeah, so he's, he's slowly getting in it. And so are the girls. I mean, the girls get in it and they have, they enjoy it. And they're like, who are you rooting for? And they just want, it's really sweet because all three of them, they just want to be on the team that I'm rooting for that. I am excited that they're, so it's all just like, you know, we have so much that I viscerally watch through them and I get excited to see them do that. They have that through me with sports, right? With the lions or Michigan football, did I tell you this story that the commissioner junior told me he's got a buddy that he is him and his buddy are going to be cowboys right on a farm. Did I tell you this or yeah. not? Yeah. No, no. Did I tell no, Wait, okay. when they get for Halloween or just career wise, when they get older? career wise, they're going to oh, grow sweet. up. They're okay, going to cool. live. Yeah. 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 They're going to live sure. in a heart. They're going to get a farm. 
I can live there. Dope. His his dad, his buddy's dad can live there. Only boys can live there. Okay. Dr. Mrs. The Commish, she can live two houses down because she's going to help on the farm with the other cowboys. Two houses like, down. So you need a buffer house. house. Like you need a buffer house. Kind of, okay, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. And then I brought up, I was like, what about the girls? Well, they can live three houses down. Okay. A little further so down. A little, little further down, a little stepped mm-hmm. away. But this is boy domain. This is all boys hang. Yeah. We got a real, real cowboy situation going on. Real bunk house. <laughs> so then he tells me the other day, he goes, I'm going to be a cowboy, but I'm also going to play football and I'm going to play for the Lions. And I was like, yeah, buddy. And then Dr. Mrs. The Commission was like, well, if you're going to be a cowboy, why don't you just be a cowboy for a football player? I was like, quiet. And then and then he goes, no, no, no. I'm not going to play for the Lions. I'm going to play for Michigan. And I was like, yes. Oh, Michigan. Nice. Yeah, exactly. Just for your kids' safety of their feelings and just stress growing up, was there a part of you before this year was just like, maybe I can gear them to be a fan of a different team? Maybe they don't need (laughs) this heartache of the Lions. Yes. Maybe I can act like... I don't even know which team you send it for. I mean, be a good time to get in on the Chiefs, bro. Well, this is the good thing, right? They have friends, you know, email over the year as kids. Bing has got kids our, our kids' age. So, and, you know, and I watch not just uh, exclusively the Lions, so I'll watch all the other games. And so if, um, you know, for example, right. So if the Vikings are on, who are we rooting for? Let's go Vikes. Uh, but let's go Vikes. We're probably rooting for yeah. Kirko Cousins. Yeah. Kirko Chains out there, baby. Yeah, you know, and same with the Chiefs too. Yeah, we'll root for the Chiefs if the Lions are putting it to them. Yeah, that's good. Maybe so. My name doesn't have to come out like every time you guys are watching the Vikings. I just, you know, I don't get to see them all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily mm-hmm. need yeah, them associating yeah, right now you me don't. with Kirk Cousins. Like that's just that's a tough hang. Yes, yeah. So I'm just gonna stage all the highlights, all the Adrian Peterson runs. Great. All the all Fran yeah. Tarkenton stuff. Like all go really go back. Really give him yeah. a lot Do of Dante Culpepper. Dolcep, Dante Culpepper. Yep, yep, yep. Little Chris Carter, some Randy Moss. Chris, a lot Absolutely. of Randy Moss. A lot of Randy Moss. Three touchdowns, a buck sixty-three on three catches. Just all day, just on a loop. Hit him with that. You could do like a lot of Brett Favre year two for the Vikings. Okay. Uh that's good. Don't do year three. Probably skip the postseason also. <laughs> yeah, I actually exactly. remember. I, f- I feel like year two, Brett Favre, I want to say that was your bachelor party because I remember seeing them beat one team when I went down there to see it. I don't. Hell surprised yeah. You don't look at that. Surprised you don't have that memory in there. Um, uh, I don't have a lot of memories from that time. <laughs> All right. MAB fixes. Where's the grinder? Uh oh, okay. gotta fix Thank the you. internet. Ah, <laughs> yes, they need it. <laughs> uh, defensive holding, five yards, automatic first down. Is this penalty too severe? Ooh, I like this question. The severity, is it too severe? One would have to think so, right? Because there's there's a gradient in between. You know what I mean? Like why the why autom- why the necess- necessity for an automatic first down? That's the problem. It's the automatic first down because I think where they're going with it is my because I don't think there's another rule that's has like five yards, which is the minimum 
for uh-huh. basically penalty yardage, but also the automatic first down included. I think where they're trying to thread this is it's impossible to tell how much it affected the play. So much like pass interference, like the penalty assumes the best case scenario that could have happened for the offense. So you mm-hmm. want to award that. Do you, my problem you know is I, go, ahead. go ahead. Yeah. I want to hear your problem. No, I want to hear your problem. Okay. My problem is, is um, I, this is too much for like third and 24s. And also you, mm-hmm. the refs have something else in their pocket if it affects the play, which is uh, basically pass interference. So my fix for it, just to get right in it, then I want to hear yours is, I think you can up the yardage. Go ahead and up it to 10 yards. That's fine. If you feel like it's affecting the play, then call it a pass interference. And then we already know that the pass interference gets it from the spot of the foul, and that gives you the first down. Because pass interference should be, I'm fine assuming that except on the underthrown balls, like I know you got to do that. Yeah. If it's if it's away from the play before the ball was thrown, yes, this is what I want to get into. That's my biggest yeah. gripe. Then give it, make it ten yards, but not an automatic first. Because what I want to get away from is I don't mind if it's like third and eight defensive holding. That's fine on first. There's too many times like a third and twenty four. We see this come up like a third and seventeen, and then it gets this team out of a, a team that already had very low percentage of converting this, and it's just it gives them too much of a free transition to where it's hard enough to convert this play where it's just way too, it's too much punitive damage. It needs, yeah. it needs to be ratcheted back. And I do my, I'm, I'm liking, cause the, the, the thing that always kills me is like the like safety that's like matched up on the tight end. And they're just kind of like hand fighting up the seam and the play is not anywhere looking toward that because the quarterback is like, I'm going over the top. This isn't even an option at this point because of the way of the coverage. And then they throw it, you know, whatever the the back judge throws it or the, the sideline ref throws it. And it's like, oh, nope, that's what it is. And I get it. It's a tough one to swallow on those, like you said, those longer down in distances that are like, these, these are very low percentage conversions yeah the the thing that i don't like and i've maybe it's just because i'm a little bit more aware of it or a little bit more curmudgeonly about these penalties but i have seen like wide receivers like really initiating contact post five yards they're really like sprinting into the defensive back as they're backpedaling or trying to figure out what the route is and it's like all right well if because there is something to be said where it's like a, like the 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 penalty the sauce gardner penalty Yes, he did hold him, but the wide receiver initiated a large portion of that contact, almost kind of like running into him. And in order to keep balance and not completely fall down and give up a touchdown, he definitely gets tangled up and holds on to him kind of for a ride until he can get his footing and then go back. And I've been, I feel like I've been seeing a lot of that. And and the argument is as well, like you have to anticipate that you have to understand what's going on, but it's like, man, what a weapon that becomes if like, post you know two strides or three strides if i initiate any sort of contact i might get a penalty call here yeah and you can and i'm saying like it's still 10 yards and you get to repeat the down like any other penalty so it's still like it goes from third and 17 to third and seven and the offense still gets another shot at it, another bite at the apple i'm saying like you don't need to reward the offense for a conversion that didn't happen that probably wasn't going to happen with the percentages that low with something that far away. Yeah. And that's the thing is, is that it takes too, it's too much assuming. Cause I think it's like 
really i think it initially was to design for like the small stuff in there and guys just riding wide receivers you know away from those short down and distant conversions but then like you're saying the third and 17s it's uh this is low percentage this is not going to happen you know what i mean and i don't think you could have it where you could situationally be like well this penalty is now you know when it's longer than third and 10 is no longer this i think i think you just have to just give it 10 yards and you know repeat the possession. Yeah, because I think rule of thumb is like you always want to. I think we got away with that with like face masks, with you know, forcing yeah. a player out of bounds. Like we wanted to take judgment calls out of the officials' hands so they're not forced to like to see intent or to kind of see what had happened, which is why I'm fine with you know, let's call it let's change the rule a little bit to where the ball doesn't have to be in the air for pass interference. If you feel like someone really took away from a wide receiver's route intentionally then I think you can call that pass interference even if the ball is not thrown. I just want to get away from defensive holding, especially on these long ones where, you know, you're only rushing three and then it's just kind of wide receivers scattering around just trying to get yeah. open and maybe like there's a little bit more contact that should be, but I mean, that gives you the first down. So yeah, and there's and there's always a little bit of contact and that's the thing. Yeah. This is, you know, the, the one in Sauce Gardner on, I think it was MVS. Like, yeah, call that. I get it. Call it. It's it's the right call, but it's like, man, that's that's a real big momentum killer. And I know Salih, the head coach, was really arguing it and really fucking pissing and moaning. And I think it's less the like I mean, he knows what it is. It happens all the time, but it's it, it could be one of two things. One is it, they've been letting it go all game and now they decide to call it, which is a which is a bad time to pull it out. Or just one of those things where it's like you bailed out the offense, which I think is more likely the situation. It's like you bailed them out. We had them. There's no way, like, there's no guarantees that that's a complete. They haven't been completing that all day. Now you're going to call it and give it to them. Yeah, a couple of backbreakers because they had that third and super long. It was like 24 and Pat Mahomes yeah. runs for it, which is like, fuck. And then you got a third and. Oh, well, that was know. that holding call. <laughs> that was That was crazy. Donovan Smith. Yeah. And now, to be fair, I don't know. It's one of those things where Jermaine Johnson just kind of stood there and threw his hands up. So it's like, well, you're not really rushing the passer either. But that yeah. one was crazy because he just had him and turned him like toward the official and was just holding him like that. So that, oh, was when, a, that was it. Would they call it back? But Pat Mahomes still converted with a run, the one in midfield. Like that was yes. the one he ran down the right sidelines. And then there was no hold on the next one where he ran just yeah. like right up the middle and got it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Is, that's um. all right. So you're with me. 10 yard penalty. Defensive like holding. 10 yard yep. penalty. Yep. If you feel like it's, if the defensive back intentionally is in the way of the wide receivers route in an egregious way, then you can call the pass interference without the ball being in the air. Yep. And that gives you, that gives you the bailout. Look at that. We fixed it again. Ding, 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 better. Ding, ding, ding. This is you just carving your initial into it as the finished product. Ding, ding, I ding, should. Ding, 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 you know, ding, 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 ding. should I be the commission of the NFL, bro? I think so. Well, think so. here's the deal. Right. Yeah. Do you think you need $44 million a year to be the commissioner? Mm. I don't know. Sounds sounds cumbersome, bro. Mm. You I'll could do it for 42. Just, you could... you. Ah, uh, you could do ah, uh, you could do for forty four, and just give me two, and you keep the other forty two tax purposes, bro. Thinking outside tax the purposes, box. I'm in. Yep, you got me yep. there. Yep. All right, legends, watch. Legends. All right, game one on Sunday, bro. Yeah, baby. Game one, your return back on the court. 
Uh, you guys can follow us at Copilots Legend on Instagram. See all about yeah. this. What's the stat line? Here's I got three questions. Yep. What's our stat line? Okay. Where are you in the power rankings of all the players on the court that day? Ooh. And then what are we working on for next week? What are we giving a little attention to? What are we taking in the lab and tinkering? Yeah. Good call. Good call. Good call. Um, so we have eight guys on the team. Two were out, so we ran, so we had six. Mm-hmm. Um I would say the conditioning is the big factor, as we yeah. talked about earlier in the show. I feel like when you when you show up and you see six players there, like that's what would make me nervous because it's like, fuck, man, I, I ain't gonna get a sit that much. Yeah, exactly. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I, I probably paid like 30. It's two forty or it's two 20 minute quarters, 40 minutes. So I probably played like 34 minutes, 33 minutes, probably just going up and down. And the other team, I mean, the other team only had five. I'll be honest. This is full disclosure. And they beat yeah, yeah. the brakes off of us. They beat <laughs> the brakes off of us. Um, so stat line. I Stat think line. I I I started chucking. I started to get. I started chucking towards the end when it was thoroughly out of hand. But yeah. that is the one thing. Like I will. I will admit. I'm even even with the co-pilots. Like I wouldn't shoot uh, an egregious amount. I try to move not the ball so. around. I try to be a facilitator. It's just not in my nature to like take a bunch of shots. I know that there's like better shots to be had. Even though I was in co-pilots, it could get wet occasionally. You it could wet. forecast You're like a three ball forecast yep. a shower coming down. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but like, so I did, I was, I think it was one for seven, mm-hmm. one for seven, one for eight, something like that. I was uh, towards the end. I was just chucking it. They were leaving me we'll wide s- open. We'll say one for seven. Yeah. We'll say one for seven. Yeah, exactly. That's 14%. All right. We'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting them. We're improving. Uh, one steal, one block, one there block. There we go. See, this is the name of your game. You yes. disruptor, bro. You're disruptor. Yep. I got the, the big six, three kid. Came up from behind, blocked him. Didn't get up as quite as high as he was. Just, you didn't see me. You didn't hear my, didn't hear my little chopping with my feet coming down. <laughs> um, couple rebounds. I had, I should have had one assist on a fast break, and this is embarrassing because then he missed it, and then I went to tip it back up, and I missed it, and then mm. the guy, my teammate, came up behind and finished it. So that was good. Um, so that's the stat line. So I'm gonna give seven. you a second assist on that, bro. I'm giving you a second assist on it that could be. Play. Good pass. This is a good pass. Yep, yep. Uh, I yeah, one block, one one steal, couple rebounds, two points, one for seven from the field. No, no free throw attempts. Uh, some some good defense, some not so good defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know what? Made made it up and down the court. Got a good sweat in. Uh, Doctor misses the commission. Brought the three kids. They were watching. They were very excited, which is good. It's good to show them. It was a good also you know thing because I was a little bummed on myself about the game, it's, which is crazy because it's like the second time I played in like a decade. And I you just, my mind plays tricks on me telling me that I should be able to do all the things that I did 10 years ago. And that's just not the yeah. case. I'm with you. Be a little harder on yourself. I'm here for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What was the second question? Power Say, ranking? Uh, yeah. Power rankings on the, the 11 people that played basketball in that game on Sunday. Where do you oh. rank? I say like the, the five spot, we're going to put you kind no, of right there in the middle. No, no, no. A little lower, a little lower. Uh, well, I yeah, won't probably, I, probably. I won't go lower than seven. I will not. I refuse. <laughs> I was going to say eight. Probably eight. 
I just don't have the legs, man. I don't have. Oh, I don't have not. I don't right. have seven and a half. All right, seven point five. You're coming back. Don't have the back. legs. I'll get there. I will get there. It's just the, there is a big difference between like basketball shape is a totally different thing, and I'm not doing myself any favors by going out there and just like I didn't really train or do anything. I just like well, let's roll the ball and see what happens. But it'll get better. It's getting better every every day. I'm getting more comfortable on the court. I just gotta. You know, I just got to make, I got to make the defense honest on me. So I got to go into the low block and that's yes. What's the work on finishing at the rim, get me down in the low mm-hmm. block. I can mm-hmm. use my size cause they're not expecting it. And I still got a little, still got a little lift in the tank when I'm, when I got the legs going. So I yeah. just got to finish easy at the rim. Cause no one's really coming hard, like, you know, doubles or, or anything like that. So if I can get in the low block post up my guy, I think we might be all right. Little Mike and drill. Just kind of get those. Bop, get just bop, the feel. Bop, 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 it, bop, it's bop, crazy. Bop. I thought like I would have gotten the the touchback on shooting jumpers. Mm-hmm. It's not coming back as quickly as I would have liked. So I gotta I gotta bring it in close. I'll come. Here's what I want, I want you to leave me a voicemail after you go fucking like seven for nine. Just be like, it's all coming back to me now. <laughs> Gone with the wind, but it's all coming. <laughs> I'm all sick um all right so practice today game next sunday game two game game two sunday right. we'll check team in. We'll two check in next- the green machine we're coming at you baby you inspired me i looked up uh burbank rec leagues i'm Look getting you. in i'm getting in i want to uh i think this this co-pilot's legends game is going to be huge i want to yeah i really want to remind people what there was happening go. just a decade there prior there you go uh, hey, all right neapolitan hey, show now Real quick, stretch, yeah. stretch before and after. <laughs> I'm all about stretching. I'm all about. Uh, did I send you my hip program? I'm all no. about stretching these hips. Yeah, I'm a, yeah, I'm a stretching fool. Yeah, those hips don't lie. I did pause the show. I'm ready to the jam. So let's leave it alone, cause we can't see eye to eye. There ain't no good guy. There ain't no bad guy. I broke best pop tart flavors. Bebe. Do you remember Bebe. when we were kids, the shit that was part of a balanced breakfast? Wild, fast and loose, Crazy. fast and Crazy. loose, which was Oreo cereal, part of a balanced breakfast. What is cookie, the rest of this breakfast? Cookie crisp. Like? Yeah, part of a balance. I guess if the other part of that breakfast is like a chicken breast and some steamed broccoli, like sure, it's part <laughs> of a balanced breakfast. Right. But it's definitely definitely not pulling its weight. Again, I bring that up because Pop-Tart falls in the category of holy shit, I can't believe this is what we used to start our day with. But it was a go-to. It was the reason wild. you had a toaster in the house. Yeah. Absolutely. Toaster strudels, to- Pop-Tarts, Eggo waffles. Mm-hmm. What a wild way to get it going. <laughs> what a kickoff to the point. I mean, to help me pop out of bed. You know, I had that thought is just like, oh, that's right. There's those little sugar pastries that I'm going to have for breakfast. Sometimes washing them down with a Coke. That's right. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah there, you're full bore. Early yeah. a.m. I'm out due in the morning. Oh, uh, what so, a gut rot. So you did have, you had Pop-Tarts as part of the breakfast rotation. And as a kid, yeah, it was definitely there. We we also used to like they were also they they made nice for a nice little after school sugar yep, yep. blast. Yeah, that was a good that category move. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think um, we had the. I think we were limited to like a pack a day, a two pack. Obviously, when they went for the paper sure. to like those those silver shiny packages, I remember you pop tart. 
You know, I yeah. think I remember like, like, is it like, do I want this now? Or is this a safer later? Is this like a safer after school? But with a little Debbie's for after school too. Like if you wanted to oh, get that Oh, a little round. snack cacks, a little, yeah. little, little zebras or whatever they were. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Star crunch, get out of here. I don't even remember what your number one little Debbie was. Uh, but we're here to talk P-Tarts, baby. Yeah. The P-Tarts. Um, what's your number three P-Tart? Number three P-Tart. It's been a while. I had to dust off. I was like, were these actual flavors? I don't remember. I had to look, <laughs> yeah. I had to look up and verify. They're so sure, wild. Yeah. yeah, you had like, uh, you just had like differently. You're just like, oh, it's a steak and cheese. Was that one of right, the Pop-Tarts right. flavors? Like, yeah, what exactly. was it? Is that a Hot Pocket ham and cheese? Yeah. What were those? Yeah. Guinness Pop-Tarts? Pop-Tarts? I, can't, I can't remember for the life of me. <laughs> oh, and don't forget Pop-Tart cereal. What a fucking lunatic wow, shit that was. Wow, worlds colliding. Yeah. That was Crazy. Let's pour some milk on it, not make them heat it up. <laughs> um, that was the other thing, too, is, is Pop-Tarts could get a little nuclear on them. Right? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, get... it was like... Yeah, they really took the training wheels off. That was when we had to just kind of like figure things out for ourselves. Like, don't eat it too early. Like, you're burning the roof through your mouth. There's nothing more soul crushing than like leaving it in the toaster for too long, Ooh, and then yeah. the, the 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 corners got real yep. burnt and crisp. And it's like, oh, yep, I just yep, yep. this is garbage now. This is yep, cardboard. I wasted it. I wasted. Um, my number three. It's classic. Going with strawberry, little white frosting, and little like sparkly, like whatever glitter shit on on it you know what i'm talking about yeah it had like the yeah it kind of looked like the birthday cake sprinkles it wasn't that yes because it, it was wasn't like that a, it was like more the cupcake just sugar glass stuff that you yes. can see but yeah sprinkled on there the, sugar glass just just a great great presentation i mean the colors yes. were on point it was very colorful presentation yeah, yeah colors i would say not found in nature no <laughs> thousand percent yeah. yeah nothing about a pop tart is found in nature nope uh that is a good number three spot that's probably on my console uh, okay. You will see a consistent thing through my pop tarts, which I'll hit at the end. Yeah. Uh, this was a little bit of a surprise because I don't hit this on a lot of other stuff, but a a good P tart. Like I always like to switch it up sometimes if I wasn't. I like that you're calling it P tart too. By the way, I like yeah. that you're shortening it up. <laughs> it makes it almost feel offensive the way you say it, but I like. Sure. It. <laughs> uh, I've got like a uh, cinnamon sugar. I like the cinnamon sugar one. That was just like a really wholesome like it was just sweet enough you know sometimes with cinnamon toast like you don't balance it right like cinnamon mm-hmm. without the sugar is wild i don't know how we stumbled yes. on a cinnamon where it's just like this is missing something let's just sweeten the shit out of it maybe it'll get palatable yeah. there's just dirt in my mouth yeah threes that's that's my three spot cinnamon sugar is good i like it what was the frosting color on cinnamon sugar is it brown brown yeah, yeah brown yeah. yep I, I you almost like have to identify them by the sheet of hard icing on on the exterior like oh yeah that's why i i'm glad you're specific because there was a strawberry that doesn't have the icing you remember those unedible pieces of shit i i must have blocked this out of my mind because when i i laid down my my i laid down my my numbers my my one through three but then i wanted to you know trust but verify right then i was like let's go online and i found a whole cacophony of uniced Naked tarts, naked p tarts, and I was like, "What? Who's abusing their children?" Yeah, it seems like so it... wild. Just no. Yeah, it's almost just like, is this part of like I don't know the Amish community? Just a place that doesn't mm. believe in sugar? Are these p tart eaters that are dieting? They're just like, we got to keep yeah. it tight. It's just, it's wild to know that that is an option, and then be like, no, I'm not going to go with that option. 
Right. It's like we choose the 56 gram of sugar P-tart over the 87 gram of sugar P-tart. Yeah, we're trying to tighten up the belts a little bit. So we're going to save it's the little, 13 cents. a little cents. sugar gram talk for you. A yeah. little, little jokes for you. <laughs> I love it. It's hot sugar gram. Hot, talk. baby. Uh, what's your two spot? My number two. I I I have a console bracket, but I didn't want to get too on brand. I really fought for this one. I felt like we had this more in their in our house growing up, so it felt like it had to be up there because I felt like I ate a lot of them. I'm going with the blueberry again in the fruit family. Blueberry, my number back two. Back to back fruits. Uh, back to back fruit, blue and red. Another sexy looking tart, for sure. <laughs> very, like, very sexy. Yeah. Hot. That's a hot, hot. looking pea tart. Yeah, it's uh again you're dealing with just kind of like that. I, I think they had a little bit of Bruce blue sprinkles like blue on white right yeah blue on white maybe even a little like a little red in there maybe might have been like, yeah might have been a, a splash might have been a splash there's not afraid to peacock a little bit with a blueberry just a uh, little popping i like that you kind of go went with cousins like a little like maybe even like brother and sister duo with the blueberry the strawberry i feel like you go sure. back and forth and they'll switch it up uh my two i'm coming out of the gate i'm like fuck it if we're eating trash for breakfast i'm all in give me the chocolate fudge pop tart this is the one that I this is the one that made it on the console bracket. And I felt like Choco Fudge, if I had a guess, it might have been like 70 cents more expensive. And this is why Mrs. Four Star didn't get them. Cause we would we would power through some Choco Fudge. Yeah. And it's one of those things. It's like we power through a box. We don't have any P tarts left. Mrs. Four Star is peeved because we 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 ran a train on the P tarts. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> and here we are. It's expensive. These uh, P-tarts don't grow on trees, folks. Yeah, I, I feel like this is the like the poor man's chocolate lava cake, right? <laughs> like it is just like Very, yes. you get the outside, the icing, like just a little warm chocolate. Like if you could, could just try it, you're just a little like- spoon to crack it go. open, let it ooze out. <laughs> Ew, it burn Let's my go. notebook. Yeah, it's just like, man, part of a balanced breakfast. The box says so. Let's roll. Yes, the box. I love it. I love that you did Choco Fudge. I'm glad you went there. I wonder if we have the same one spot. I think I we want to go. I think we. I want to go. I'll, like I want to go for the block, but actually, I want to keep a positive vibe about it. So I'm gonna let you say it. And if you have it right, I'm gonna let you know why I should be the winner. But I'm gonna let you call it. But for what sure. is your number? For one? sure, absolutely. Well, I got a little nervous when you said your number three because then I was like, it. it did I mix mine up? Is are these two? Are these cousins themselves? Are these distant cousins? A cinnamon sugar and a brown sugar? Oh, the brown sugar is your one spot. My brown sugar is the one spot. These are. Oh, wow. This is brown on brown because that's why I asked you about the coloring on it because I was like I needed yeah. to know what it was. This is a brown on brown pea tart again, but it's real brown. It's real mapley inside. Looks like um, brown sugar and cinnamon. I think I think I got it wrong, which would disqualify me even after my number one for not mentioning the brown sugar. Is that, is that what it is? Is that the cinnamon on there? It is. It's brown sugar, cinnamon, pop tart. Oh, I've been disqualified. Oh, look at that. Oh man, well done. Uh, yeah, that's a tasty pea tart, bro. So you know what I'm talking about. The tastiest, about. yes, yeah, the so tastiest, it's absolutely. So we and that one was. That one was the when you mentioned P tarts, I was like, close my eyes, mm -hmm. transporting myself back to mm -hmm. eighth grade, you know, yeah. 19, 
91. That's great. I thought you were about to say 19 years of age. And I'm just like, what the fuck happened (laughs) in seventh grade? (laughs) Man, I really got held back. (laughs) Driving to middle school with my P-tart in hand. No, but it was like, I just remember that pop and coming up and there. That's what the one that's the one that I had. Yeah. The wild thing about this one, too, is let me throw you this curveball. Very decent room temperature. You don't need to toast it. You could just plow through it without toasting it. This is true. I felt like they had more filling in them. And maybe I could be crazy because the people, the good people at uh, Pop-Tart Kellogg, who makes Pop-Tarts? Yeah, Kellogg's. Nabisco? Kellogg's. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. The good people, I felt like that they were, they were just giving me a, you know, a little extra, a little extra cinnamon sugar, brown Uh, brown sugar. That's dope. My number one spot disqualified. Uh, It was s'more, the s'more Pop-Tart. That was a... We would buy those by the truckload. That was a staple. It was my dad's favorite, my favorite, my yeah. brother's favorite. S'mores Just is really good. S'mores, s'mores is so really good. good. We didn't get them all that often. I think I that know. was a more expensive P-Tart. I think that was that was premium P-Tart. Premium. This is elite P-Tart. <laughs> I have no there, nowhere else to go after that. Elite <laughs> that P-tart. was great. I was like, I, I don't want to leave this because I don't want to stop. I don't want to stop saying P-Tart. P-tart. Um, all right, Brandon and Gambling Corner. Let's go through some lines real fast. Bring it to that jam. Yeah, Week uh, six, college lines. Week six, baby. Week six. Uh, you've been pretty odd. These are some fun lines. So let's go. We're going to go through five of these that are pretty close. But I know last week you had a lot of 20s and trying to not like dial in like your 19s, your 17s. Yeah, some baby. good games. We got the Red uh, Red River Showdown. Shootout? Shootout. Rival Oklahoma. Game. Oklahoma. Yeah. Texas. Oklahoma, Texas. What line you got here, bro? Mm. Oklahoma, maybe a little bit back in college football. I don't know. I'm trying to remember who they played last week. That they, I think they kind of put it on them a little bit. Oh, yeah. Iowa State, 50 to 20. Texas, tough, tough putt. Closed out against Kansas. A little plucky Kansas. Hopefully their quarterback would have been, you know, the difference maker with Daniels there. I gotta say Texas by nine and a half. Texas by six and a half. Ooh, okay. You let me you you flag when you hear a line that you love too. You let me you let me know about that. Didn't I you was, really like Penn State last week? I did, and I think they were at like twenty. They were twenty four, and they finished at they won by twenty eight. Yeah, yeah, they took care of business. Uh, number 23, LSU at number 21, Missouri. Yeah, see, this is a tough one. I, I, and this is at Missouri, correct? At Missouri, yep. I just want to double check who they played. They played Vandy, which I don't think is very good. Missouri could be. I'm going to say LSU favored by three 
LSU by six, bro. Six. Interesting. Six. See, I was I was doing that. I didn't want to say a touchdown. And I was giving them, I don't know if it's the same in college if they get the three-point home advantage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't think I don't know if that plays into the it. The NFL's down to two. Is that what it's moved to? Yeah, it's down to two Ooh. point, two point home field advantage. Not okay. as big as it used to be, but I still think it's it's still alive in college football. Number thirteen, Washington at UCLA, an unranked UCLA, but don't let don't let that fool you. Oh, okay. Uh, Washington kind of struggled a little, little bit against Arizona. UCLA starts Dante Moore from Detroit, Michigan freshman QB struggled offensively against Utah. I think Washington's defense is not too bad. I think they could get rolling. Let's say Washington by 17. UCLA by three and a half. Are you fucking kidding me against Washington? Washington state. Oh, I was thinking the wrong team. Okay. That's okay. okay. That makes more sense. All good. All good. That makes more okay. sense. I can yep. at least at least we have an explanation. We'd yep, be in trouble yep. if you're off by 20 points and we had no way to describe it. I think I would just edit it out. For my love of <laughs> you, I'd just be like, me. that's coming out of the fucking pod. It ain't staying. Yep. Yep. Nope. 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 <laughs> nope. Sorry. I was never, I never I was it. thinking, man, I was thinking the wrong team on that one. Sorry, folks. That's why I was super confused when you said <laughs> that they were fair. I was like, that's crazy, Washington State. That's a, okay, yeah. I see it now. That's Washington State traveling to UCLA. I still don't. Washington State's number thirteen, yeah. And we're saying we're getting. I guess we're 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 getting points on the road. Three, you said three or three and a half. Three and a half. Washington State is getting three and a half at UCLA. I might I, let's dog ear that one because I might want to look okay. into that a little bit. Okay, yeah. Let's let's get it. Uh, you did have me put the house on Washington. Yes. Last weekend, and I love you for it. I appreciate Thank you, brother. You. I see you. Uh, all right. Last game, number eleven, uh, uh, Alabama at Texas A and M. Alabama at Texas A and M. This is a tough one because Alabama is down, although they beat Mississippi State pretty good. Texas A and M, unranked, correct? Unranked A and M, yeah. At home. This will be a heated game. Last year, this is the the Texas A and M beat them on a last second field goal. It's a big, big fucking game. I'm gonna say Alabama by by five and a half. Alabama by two. Ooh, okay. It's interesting. A and M, I got my game. eye on you. Got yeah. my eye on yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I have to. I just. This is hard because the Alabama offense and their tackles are really not great, and this could be a very, this could be a very troubling offensive uh, game for for Alabama. I don't know much about Texas A and M's defense this year. They're four and one. Who they played though. Oh, they guess they beat LSU. They haven't put up some points, but they haven't been putting up points against really. Oh no, they beat LSU last year. I take that back. I'm looking at the wrong thing. Beat New Mexico. Beat 
Florida. No, they lose to Florida. Beat Louisiana Monroe. Beat Auburn. Not good. Beat Arkansas. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I might dig into this a little bit because I know Nick Saban has marked this on his calendar. Him and Jimbo Fisher have a lot of a lot of beef going back. I think you know Alabama would love to put it on them after losing last year to them, and just to establish a little like, hey, we're still big brother around here. All right, we'll dig in. You chew on it, bro. You post it on that gram. Let us know. We got yeah, baby. We got Mabby dogs. We got jelly beans to burn. Yeah, we baby. Got baby. I'm gonna be all over guys mab sports podcast episode 277 thanks for listening guys rule you're the best mvps of the week real fast i'm gonna give it to jake elliott baby 54 yard walk-off field goal in overtime kept my survivor league alive Alive. kept every fucking parlay i had going (laughs) alive (laughs) so thank you for that jake elliott you still got it who's your mvp perfect perfect uh, I just read about this earlier today. I'll give hats off to Greg Brooks, who's the LSU safety. Uh, underwent surgery to remove a brain tumor. He's been diagnosed with a rare form of brain, brain cancer. A little shout out to you, Greg Brooks. MVP, get well, brother. We'll be rooting for you. Yeah, brother. Um, all right, guys. Thanks for listening. Subscribe. Leave five stars. Tell a friend. I'm Brad Dana. Why don't you sign yourself off? Most awesome. Folks, did you know the PNP tart stands for podcasts Fame. She likes fashion.